0: Welcome everybody to the kingdom podcast show. I am your host Roderick Smith here in the Kingdom Podcast Studios today. I want to thank all of my listeners worldwide. Uh, thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Hey, listen, we have a great show for you today. Uh, just a little something before we get started. On last week, we did not upload an episode because we purchased some new equipment, uh, got a chance to uh, do some studying on some new things that we're about to do, and so we've taken a week of vacation off. We're here in the studio. Studio today with a great man of God. I'm so excited to get him in the studio. And he's here, by the way, of phone. Josh Mosley is in the studio today. This is episode 108. Uh, the next sound that you will hear will be from my good friend Josh Mosley. He's here in the studio right now. May God bless you. Come on in, Josh Mosley.
1: What's up? What's up? What's up, man? I'm so grateful first of all, to uh, have this opportunity to take another chance to glorify God. Amen. Uh, That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about for me, man. He's been so good. uh, and I got to take every opportunity I can to glorify Him and exalt Him.
0: Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Absolutely. Hey, guys. um, Man, this is a great man of God. We had a chance to really chop it up some a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Basically, um, we, we've gone to church together before and, uh, did, uh, worship together. And this guy, his whole family are great people. We're so excited to, uh, again, just to have him in the studio today. Uh, we're going to be talking about a subject that I believe that men, uh, if you don't know about, you need to listen in, listen up really close. This guy has a powerful testimony. Um, and his, he's on fire for God and, I love that because we need to see that as men. Today, in episode 108, we're talking about power coverage. Uh, Power coverage in this devotional uh, with the power of God in football. Those of you that have played football before, power coverage is a defensive tactic where players protect a certain uh, area of the field preventing Get this, the opponent advances by positioning themselves strategically. Now, that's football one-on-one, what power coverage is. But today, we want to twist that a little bit and use it for the kingdom. Power coverage in the kingdom signifies divine protection and guidance believers receive from God strategically against the enemy. We're in a field of play. We're in a battle. And so in the studio today, my good friend Josh, uh, we're going to talk about some things that I believe that is going to bless some men today. Um, First of all, let's talk about Josh, uh, the young Josh, uh, how things started out for you in your personal faith.
1: Man, I think about my personal faith. Um, so I was, I was a drug baby, not in the sense, not in the sense that, uh, some people may think I, I was literally drugged to church. I was a drug to church. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> my father, my father was a pastor. Um, his father, uh, my older brother, my uncles, I come from a lineage from a line of preachers and pastors and, and, and teachers of the word of God. So I was, I was always, always, always in the place. Wow. Yes. And oh. and still, yet and still, uh, I was hard headed. <laughs> I was uh I I, I called myself I, I believe that I could write a book right my I titled uh Prodigal Sun two Right. <laughs> um, because though I was in that place all the time man and I was uh influenced and, and trained and molded in a certain way you know I still decided at one point in my life, I was going to go a different way and glory to God for his grace and his mercy. And thank God he is faithful when we are not, because thank he God. didn't allow it to destroy, um, broken, but not destroyed. Right. Um, so yeah, my, my personal faith, man, I, I started there and I, I was taught the ways, but then I had to go and I had to experience and have real true encounters with him before I really understood who he was to, to me and who he wanted to be to me for other people.
0: Amen. 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 And you've stewarded that very well um, based upon the conversation you and I had just a couple of weeks ago uh, in your personal faith. Um, uh, Tell us a little bit about kind of fast forwarding uh, through um, you hearing from God and knowing that it was him and positioning you to where you are now in your personal walk.
1: Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> so it, it's kind of funny that you uh, related it to football, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even know you were going to do that until today. Right? That's how organic this is, y'all. Just so y'all know, right? I didn't even know you were going to relate it to football until today. And I played football. Football was actually, I played on a pretty. Uh, pretty high level. You know, I got to some levels and achieved some things and I had some ability to go even higher, but God knew that it would destroy me if he allowed me to. Right. So he uh he tore that idol down for me. Wow. Right. But as it relates to football, I was a defensive guy. Like that's what that's what I did. Like I, I used to always say I live life like a linebacker, which is a leader, <laughs> an aggressive guy, like forward. I'm going head first. I'm yeah. doing anything that's moving. Right? Linebacker, like that's the guy right, sets the tone of the game, right? So something I always remember when it came to football is in defense. It's like, hey, it's okay to bend, but don't break. Bend, but don't break, right? So you talk about coverage. Sometimes there's coverages that we blanket, right? And we actually back off a little bit to allow completions to keep it underneath so we don't get hit with the deep ball sometimes we want to press and we want to play press man and you want to run up and you really want to apply pressure right so they don't catch anything right there uh, is. and then sometimes you find yourself up against the goal line right and it's like we have bent and we've gotten this far and there the enemy's about to score a blow right But so we actually stood up and we stand up and stand firm on the goal line there is nothing There's nothing more fulfilling and exhilarating in the game um, than a shutout. But second, right, a goal line stand. When you know for a fact they about to score, they supposed to score, they should score, but you stand up in the toughest moment and you stop them. So, like, my faith has been that for my personal life uh, in every aspect, as a husband, as a father, uh, as a firefighter, my impact and mentorship in the community – Uh, I've had, I've had times where, you know, I've I've stumbled and I've hurt my witness, right? I've been, I've been bit, right? But because of my faith, I I didn't break, right? So I never, I never turned completely away from God, right? And he's allowed me to go through some things and some processing and to have some failures, right? So I didn't break one of them, like even uh, within my marriage, right? God loves us so much. He loved me so much. That he did not allow me to, he won't, he will never allow me to exalt myself to a place or to a position that my wife would put me in his place. So he has to allow me to fall and to fail at some things to make sure I cannot fulfill things that only he can fulfill for her. Amen. Does that make sense? Amen. You put expectations of love and things on people that's not even theirs, it belongs to God and not them. Amen. Right? That is even though I fail, even though I fail at times as a husband or as a father, I'm bending, but I'm not breaking. Right. And I'm bending. I'm bending like as if God is bending the bars to allow access for something else. I'm trying to get in the way and I'm trying to be this thing and stay in this place. But God will bend those bars a little bit so he can slip through. Right. So he can go ahead and get in to where he needs to get in. Uh, but he doesn't he doesn't break me or allow me to break and he's done the same thing uh, even in my fire career uh, we were talking before and uh, specifically uh, at this time in my life and in my spiritual walk um, I was in proper conditioning right we talk about football too yeah um, these guys that are in shape when people talk about it think about somebody being in shape or being in peak condition we are we relate it to what it looks like right So, but even on uh, the division one level, I play ball, right? Even on that level, guys are walking around with six packs and we look really good shape, but we still have to go through summer conditioning. Mm -hmm. We still have to go through two a days because it's not about what it looks like. It's about how fast we recover. How fast do we stay in offense when you're offended by something? How long do you live there? When you fall, how long do you stay on the ground or get back up? If you do, by some chance, get distracted in life, and you take your eyes off of the Father. How long do your eyes stay on what it's not supposed to be on? How quickly, how conditioned are you spiritually to put your eyes back on the throne? Um, so God, uh, He had. I was in really good spiritual condition to, uh, to do something that was so great um, that only God could have been the one to do it. So I won't go through the whole story just for sake of time, but long story short, as a rookie, imagine somebody that had not completed their first year uh, in the career, but achieved the highest goal possible in the career. Oh, wow. Um, as as, as, As a rookie, an apprentice, my job ain't even secure yet. I did something that guys that have been doing it for 25 plus years have never done. God allowed me and used me to uh, to be a part of a three-victim rescue um, where two kids at that, uh, I got to pull out, put my hands on, and get out of the worst fire conditions that some people have ever experienced in this career, and they actually got to live.
0: Wow. Um, Let me say this yeah. right here. I don't mean to cut you off. This yeah. is good. That personal faith that you're talking about and how it has develop you and brought you to where you are right now before you go into that i I, i've got to talk about relationship because there had to be a relationship before you got to that point and i I don't want to leave that part out because this is a missing piece in a lot of men's lives relationships and how important they are so that god can foster and use us See, because relationships in your uh, personal experience, which is what you're about to tell us, how does that foster stronger relationships that will impact personal lives and professional endeavors? Because I believe that's where you're getting ready to go.
1: God has did this for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. You're on point. So, you know what? You made it. Hey, you made it about football. You started there. Let's keep it Mm there. Let's keep using that analogy sure right so i remember playing college ball when i got to school uh guys when we're we're talking about relationship it is important that um we have relationships that we can seek and that we will receive wisdom from all right we should forever be in the pursuit of godly wisdom of god's wisdom that's where it comes from there is no other kind that's right by the way right there's no other kind of wisdom right wisdom is from god period Okay, so we got to have relationships to where we're seeking that and that we're, that we're receiving from that. So some of the wisdom that we got, that I got my freshman year in college was our coach said, listen, you get on campus, right? You're going to be the man on campus. You are the athletes. Everybody wants to be a part of you. Everybody wants to be in your circle. Everybody wants to be around you. You're going to be able to establish and start making all these connections. The people that are in this room, we have a task. We have a mission. We have something we're trying to accomplish, which is a championship. The only way we get to do that is we got to be the tightest, the closest unit in the country. And the only way we can do that is if you understand it, the guys that are in this room that are on the same mission. There it is. Focused on the same goal. Strategic. Putting in the same work. <laughs> you hear me? Yes. It, have the same priorities as you. Other people on campus are going to have different priorities. Their priority is the party. Yours is practice. Right? That's good. Their, pri- their, their priority is to be popular, right? Your priority is to be humble and to learn, film study, study it, right? So, so with these relationships, I, I was talking to a guy in our service, right, and, and he was confiding in me, and, he, and it was about forgiveness and, and moving on and growth, right? And just real quick, I have to say, right? I was telling him, he was talking about relationships and he was hurt through relationships. And it was because, like I said, putting expectations where they don't belong. But at the end of the day, I told him, look, this is what we got to do with our relationships. We need to uh, evaluate them. My dad told me as a kid, uh, if you can count, if you need more than one hand to count your friends, you got too many. Wow. Um, my, I said, ask yourself one question about That's any good. relationship that you have. One question about every relationship do you have? Does this person push me towards God or pull me away from it? Are our, our conversations, the percentage rise. More about God and glorifying him. Are they pleasing to him or not? That's good. God said either you're with me or you're against me. You have to choose a side. Luke I'm gonna spit you out. Right? So so does this person push me closer to God? or pull me away from it is vital that we foster relationships with people that are on the same mission yes a part of the same army who sleeps in the same camp as the enemy Woo. if we're not fighting the same battle if we're not pressing towards the same mark then you are now resistance. and you're aiding me and uh, you're aiding me in resisting god in my flesh is a resistance enough Mm. I don't need help in that area. You have to sever those ties. If you won't let them go, God will cut it off for you. But that's where we hurt more than we really need to.
0: That's good advice right there, brother. I'm telling you. That's a missing piece that a lot of brothers are missing. We take for granted relationships. Mm-hmm. Purely because many times the, the the relationship growing up may not been the best. OK, mm-hmm. everybody wasn't dealt this dealt the same cards. And so mm-hmm. knowing how to foster those relationships, because God has a plan, a purpose and a process. Anybody that's been around me they, they you're going to hear that God has a plan, a yeah. purpose and a process. And mm-hmm. the early we learn about relationships, because we never know where God is going to take us. Okay, uh, we're going to fast forward in this 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 part right here and we're going to get to that part which you were talking about uh, your experience uh, in, in the department. But there, there's another piece that I want to point out because personal faith, relationships. Now, there are men who desire to be married. There are mm-hmm. men who are married. There are men who have been divorced. Mm-hmm. There are some things that Uh, that we're talking about right now that I believe that are going to be some really missing parts again for this power coverage on the field of play in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Give us some advice that you would give to a young brother, older man, men in general that will strengthen their marriage amidst demanding careers. Many of us have demanding, many hours we work. There's a
1: balance. We got to know how to do it. Woo. Hey, that, that man, that's a tough one right there, boy. Um, the advice that I would give when it comes to our marriages and our career, um, we have to put both in their proper place and in the, in their perspective. We have to identify what each one is and why we're even in them in the first place. That's good. Okay. Um, so, so first I would say, seek counsel and wisdom and know why you want to get married and what marriage is really like. Uh, what the purpose of marriage is if you're not already married. seek that and understand that first before yes. getting into it. Okay? Yes. If you're already married, right, if you're already there, you're already married, I'm married currently too. Um, continue to seek wisdom, right, for um, what level of training you're, you're in in that mission field, in that training field, because those are training grounds. If you're called by God and you're a man of God, your marriage is a training ground for your ministry, and you might not even know it. Woo. You might not even know it. Um, man, 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 man. Uh, there's some things in God's Word that are literal, that we need to take literally and when he says that we ought to love our wife as as he loves the church you need to take that literally literally that's good and that means that we might have to die to some things man that means that we might have to love them in a way not expecting did we love him back no did did he love us like because we loved him no, he first loved us, right? And knowing that some wouldn't love him back, right? So man, we have to we have to man, when it comes to marriage, we have to literally put it in its proper place. When it comes to career and merging it, um, include her as much as possible. The most practical answer I can give you. As much as possible. And trust me, there's gonna be times where she does not want my wife, I come home, she don't want to hear about fire and the fire service. Come on, help. She doesn't want help us. <laughs> <laughs> she don't want to hear about that. Help us. Like, she doesn't want to talk about that, right? She don't want to talk about all that. So, you know, you know what she does want to talk about, even when she don't want to talk about it. They you know, God revealed something to me while I was at work today. Yeah, I had this interaction with one of my coworkers there, and he was talking about, you know, going through this with his wife and his kids and this and that. And, and God showed me something uh, that we went through that kind of helped me while I was helping him and could help us in this area. Right. And then we talk about it. We have to understand that our career is the vehicle God is using to transport us to who we need to get to and where we need to go in our ministry. Come that's on, all brother. It is. Man, that's all it is. And if you think that God can't get you where you need to go with a different vehicle that he's in, I'm not telling you to leave your job or change your career. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, put it in proper perspective. If you think he can't get you where you need to go in a different vehicle, talk to Jonah. Wow. Right. Talk, talk to Jonah, right? Because I know that right now my ministry and my purpose is to preach and teach the word of God and win souls to him. That's the purpose of my life. Fire is not my life. It's my career. It's not my life. The vehicle that I am getting transported to do ministry in right now as a fire engine. If God told me tomorrow it's going to be a UPS truck, I got to go. Wow. Wow. Put it in its proper place. God loves us men. Understand this is one thing we don't, that we, that we are hurting from still. A lot of us weren't loved properly. That's it. Right. And that's a whole nother word we could talk about another day. A lot of us weren't loved properly. Right. Um, so, so listen, God loves us so much that he will tear down any idol that we build that will keep us from him. Let me teach you how to keep your career in your job. I had this conversation with a brother of mine, not long ago, not knowing we were going to cover this in the podcast. He just he just landed into a position in the career that he has wanted his entire life and he loves it to death. He feels so fulfilled by it. He's so excited, fired up by it. I said, bro, stop. I'm happy for you. I'm worshiping with you. But I just want to teach you something that I had to be taught wisdom. Learn something before you have to go through. Right? Get something that you don't you can get something without experiencing it. Heed the wisdom. Let me tell you how to keep that career don't put it in God's place. The moment you put it on a pedestal and idolize it, he loves you too much not to tear it down and
0: you'll lose it all. That is amazing. And all of this, what he is saying, my good friend, Josh, these are things that men need to hear. We need to hear more men talking like this. That's what the kingdom podcast show is about. It's about, empowering it's about inspiring informing so we we can live healthy strong productive lives leads us to our next segue community involvement so important as a leader in the fire department how do you encourage the community involvement and support beyond the emergency response
1: Man, community involvement. I mean, everything is community, right? Uh, everything we do within ministry, right, is it's about people, mm-hmm. right? It's about people. It's about our interactions with people, right? Uh, the fire department, uh, military, so many different jobs. You know, we always talk about staying ever ready, right? So we're always ready, right? So spiritually, we got to be ever ready, always walking, striving, pressing towards the mark, Walking by spirit and not by flesh, because when we're in the community, we don't know who's watching, right? We don't know who's looking towards us. We don't know who needs us. We need to always be pressing in and praying, right? So that we're available for a word to flow through us, right? The emergencies that I run on aren't just about those emergencies. God is is is, intera- is creating an interaction. It's divine appointment with this individual because they have a, a physical need right now that can be met but they probably have a spiritual one that needs to be met as well that's good right 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 we have to we have to if their stomach is rumbling too loud that's why the church does defeat us right <laughs> when when we come to them right because right. If the rumble of your stomach is too loud you can't hear what god's trying to say to you come on so meet the physical need before we meet the spiritual right it gives us that that access so so community involvement i have to stay involved and community, and and all the people stay connected to people around me. Not not exclude myself, right? Um, uh, so I can be ever ready, and so I can meet physical needs, right? If you're out there and you're active and you and you're involved, you will see a lot of needs, right? And then you'll also see that career as allocation to meet those needs. That'll keep it in its proper place. Amen. If we're trying to. If we're, if we're really seeking advancement and promotion, let me, let me uh, not get on that soapbox, right? But we'll see it as allocation <laughs> to meet the needs of the community, which are open doors to, uh, to us to be able to minister and to meet spiritual needs and to receive the words from God that are for specific people.
0: Amen. Amen. And, and you know, um, now we're going to get into a part of this. My brother has a great, a powerful testimony of Uh, his relationship when it comes to his firefighting uh, partners and the leadership in their faith, his faith and how firefighting is a ministry and being able to merge that and have care to the community is so powerful. Tell us your testimony of uh, the little girl that you was telling about, uh, talking about yeah. earlier.
1: Yeah, man. So, real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it as as brief but informative as possible. So I hinted toward it already, right? And I was talking about this fire, right? It, it, it's one of the uh, one of the worst events that this my city has had in history. Mm. Um, there's been a total of seven successful. And when we say successful, we're saying grabs. Uh, where lives were saved, right? Um, people were brought out still alive, not body recoveries. There's been seven in the history of the city. Oh wow! Uh, three came from the fire that I was on, and I got two of them. And I say here that I say I. I was just the vessel, the vehicle that the Holy Spirit was operating through, right to to make this happen okay um so everybody was telling me all the time like hey mo you have no idea how big this is this is such a big deal they were seeing something on me right that they didn't recognize Mm -hmm. and they saw it as a problem oh yeah thank you lord thank you god uh they saw it as a problem my disposition right afterwards because i wasn't i wasn't high-fiving um i wasn't excited um I wasn't basking in the glory and in in, in the victory, um, uh, and I did quotations with my fingers. If you didn't see it, in the victory, right? For them, that's it. Many times in the fire service, uh, we have a call. We go to the emergency. We treat the patient. Drop the patient off onto the next. And you really sometimes it's not as healthy to stay connected for too long because they people feel like it's going to weigh you down. Understandable. Right? Right. And, and, and truthfully, like, you know, you have to you have to be aware of your mental state. Right. Um, you have to. So it's, it's rare that we get to reconnect with our patients and the victims. But I had that thing that they were seeing over me uh, that they didn't recognize or understand because I knew because of revelation that that event wasn't over for me. It was over for everybody else. And it was the high fives. And it was like, I said, we're, we're, we're celebrating. This is a big deal. And I'm like, man, I serve a bigger God. You have no idea. I know how big a deal it is. It's bigger than this. I got to do the walkthrough of that place afterwards. Uh, and I found, I found a Bible in one room that I, I'm not, I'll I'll spare the story, but I ended up, it ended up taking it to another room, which Holy Spirit showed me that the person in this room was covering the person in that room, Wow. the one in the front room bible was walked out of the hospital the same day that she went in with her injuries the one that was in the back that did not know god was her little sister right and she had been covering her little sister the holy spirit revealed that to me right and was like i knew in that moment though they didn't think or know that she was going to make it i knew she was going to pull through because the power of prayer that's right um yeah so so again this is this is days after so I told you the event wasn't over for me this is days after fast forward I get to meet the girls it took a whole lot to get me in position to meet them but God made that happen God was with me before during throughout and I know he's gonna stay with me after he got me there to meet him I got to meet the girls and the the older sister, the one where the Bible was in her room, she told me that she gave her life back to God the day before the fire. She started praying again the day before the fire. During the fire, she was praying out loud for her sister. That was confirmation from what I heard and what Holy Spirit showed me before I ever met her. That was confirmation uh, for prayer. That was also the door opening for ministry. So in that moment, I started praying for them. I was talking to her, she invited herself to church. I wanted to, and I'm like, "Is how appropriate is it to invite?" You know what I mean? Like right. she's experiencing trauma, and you know how we are in church. Sometimes we want to pull people up on the stage and tell us your testimony, and like she might not be ready for that, but she invited herself. I said, "Glory to God!" Wow. Um, and in that moment, it's like, man, that's what it was about. But then it didn't stop there. It didn't stop there. Because of this event, it wasn't about the fire. It really wasn't about the victims and if they survived or not. That sounds crazy, right? No, not really. Not if you read your word, because our days are numbered. didn't matter what we did in that moment. God has a plan for every every life that was involved in that. That's right. Who was going to make it? Who wasn't going to make it? What was going to be done uh, or not be done and why, right? So it wasn't even about that. What it was about was the ministry opportunities that have been presenting themselves since then in this firehouse, in this department, there's a wave, there's a fire that has been lit in my department that is burning rapidly and souls are being saved from the, from the, the most minuscule, the smallest ranks, the bottom ranks, all the way up to chiefs mm. are asking, what must I do to be saved? And I'm like, my God, that's where my fulfillment came from. That's when my disposition changed from I can't celebrate yet because that's not the victory I was looking for. But, but when I had somebody come up to me and be like, hey, can we pray and can you teach me how to read my Bible? <laughs> Glory to God. That's wow. where my victory my disposition changed. In that, like my, my whole attitude, I say disposition, I mean attitude. My whole attitude, my whole being, everything in that moment changed. That's when I, I was plunged into just worship. Like, this is this is what it's about. This is what it's about. And it ain't got nothing to do with fire. I, every night at these houses, guys like to sit around the table and we talk about fire. We have sat around the table. And we have talked about God more than we talked about fire. Come days. on. Workplace. That's what it's about. Workplace. That's what it's about. I love it. Workplace. I love it. That's what it was about, man. Man,
0: I'm going to tell you, this episode right here is so powerful. There are men who needed to hear this because that's why God gave me the topic power coverage and what my brother Josh has just, uh, his testimony and the things that he has said about his personal faith, his relationship, and how important it is for us to build those relationships through the things that we like. His was football. So he didn't know But God did was preparing him for the fire department. Preparing him to right. be led, his, his marriage, all of this, what he is saying It's important that coverage, how we cover our spouse and our spouse covers us. That power coverage is so important. When we're talking about the enemy, we have to have a defensive tactic to protect the areas of field of play, not leaving anybody vulnerable. This young lady that he was talking about, how he protected how God protected him. And the beautiful thing is is that there was a Bible there. I love that. I love that part there. And that room was not just a room. It was where she was doing ministry of her own. And it continues today. Come on, man, Brother, we're about out of time. But if you will, I'll give you the last words. Just encourage somebody and follow it up with a prayer, a strong prayer, uh, because um, I sense there's a man out there or men out there that have been struggling in these areas, and they need to know what a real power coverage is. Maybe they've never played football. and Maybe this is the first time that they've heard power coverage being, ex- being explained in this manner. So bless some men today worldwide of... The importance of having a power coverage
1: in your team. Yeah. Man. So fellas, again, we'll we'll, we'll make the analogy to football first. Again, right? The, The the thing about it on defense is that we're always seeking for the opportunity to be on offense. So so when we are. In the right defense, when we have the right coverage, right, we mm-hmm. create turnovers. And now we're on offense. Now we get to go score, right? Now we get, now we get, we get to change the game, right? <sighs> when we're in the proper coverage, if we call the proper coverage, first, the proper play, we we'll create a turnover, and we get to score, and we get to win. We defeat the enemy. It is, it is vital that we are. In the proper coverage, or that we are covered properly. So good. Okay? We have to be covered properly. Some of us did not have the covering. We didn't have fathers that covered us. Some of us didn't have that opportunity. Some of us came from um, long lines, right, and were covered and didn't even know it. I'd fight to took the cover off, <laughs> but you were covered. That's how, that's how powerful that coverage is you can try and fight and take it off, but you can't. Once your coverage man, once God has claimed you, you can't be plucked out. Amen. Right? It is, our power comes from our coverage. All right, Our offense is facilitated. It comes from our defense. You have to ask the Father, if you haven't yet, ask him to provide you a covering. Ask him to make you a covering for your family. Right? Ask him to make that. Take it as your responsibility as a man to establish that covering, and to be the covering for your family. If your wife don't want to pray with you, so what? Keep praying. Amen. If your children don't believe, so what? Keep praying. Cover them. Right. You have to be that. Men, it's our responsibility to be the covering. But we can't cover anything if God's not covering us. Thank you, Jesus. Right? So seek him first. All right? And everything else will be at it. Seek him first and he'll cover you. He'll cover the areas you ain't know you needed to cover. Um, Thank you, Jesus. Get get covered so you can be a covering. That's, that's powerful. That's, get covered so you can be a covering. You can't do it, but I don't care how strong you think you are. I don't care how big or bad of a man you think you are. Man, you need to be covered. Get covered so you can be a covering. Let's pray. Um, Amen. let's let's go before the throne and, and, and let's go away from this in peace. Thank Father, Jesus. we come to you right now, we just worship you. We thank you. Thank you for being our covering. Father, thank you for thank being you, Jesus. righteous. Thank you for being wise, God. Thank you for your wisdom. God, we, we, we just want to thank you most of all for your son, for the sacrifice. That that's the covering of yes, blood. Thank you for covering us with his blood, Father. You covered the doorposts. You covered our sins. You covered our failures. You covered our shortcomings. You covered our debts. God, thank you for covering us. Thank you, God. Thank you for giving us another chance. Though we failed and we failed time after time, Father, you already covered that. Thank you Thank for You for that, Jesus. Father. We're, we're asking right now, not for a lot, Father, We're just asking that you extend your covering and that you cover those that are looking to be covered, Father. Reveal yourself to those that don't even know they need a covering, Father. Yes. So they would know, and they would need, and they would pursue after you, so they could cover their families, so they could cover uh, for, for line, established lineages. Father, we have we have things on, we have things at stake right now, God. Yes, God. So we're asking you to help us there to cover us in those areas. God, we just we just we just thank you, Father. We ask you for more of your wisdom. God, give us your wisdom. We know where to go, how to get there, and what to do when we get there, what to say, who to say it to, when to speak, and when to be silent, Father. Give us your wisdom. Reveal yourself to us in every area of our life our relationships, our careers, our our, our marriages, Father, our, our, our personal faith with you, Father. Reveal yourself in each area of that life so we can put it in proper perspective. Yes, God. So we can understand exactly what our purpose is in those roles and in those places, yes, what those God. things, what purpose they serve in our life, because our life is actually yours now. It's not even our own. So God, bring us in the proper perspective. Give us your wisdom. Cover us father so that we can move in victory Yes, Jesus. and we can be others to you. God, we just thank you and we glorify you and we magnify you. We know that you're reaching out and touching a man. today. Thank you, God reach one to teach one, Father. We're all reaching out and we're covering all of us that believe Bless and that are hearing this right now. We are reaching out. Look for the men in your life. We're looking for the men in our life that need covering and we're going to cover them, Father. We're going to touch them so they can have a real encounter and experience with you. Yes, Jesus. I worship you and love you, Father. We declare it done because we have power. Yes, God. Through our covering. Power. Yes. Hallelujah. thank you, Lord. We have power through our covering so we can declare this What we ask for done in the name of Jesus, our covering, right now, we declare it done in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
0: Ooh, man, I felt that prayer. I felt that prayer. Some man has been blessed today in this segment. Man, thank you so much, Josh Mosley, here by way of phone. Thank you so much for being in the Kingdom Podcast show today. Uh, To all of our listeners out there, hey, share this with a brother. Uh, hit the link, uh, subscribe at the end of this uh, episode right here. You can scroll down the page that you're on listening to. Um, you'll see a link. Hit, Click that link, pod page, The Kingdom Podcast Show. Click that link. It'll bring you over to our wonderful website where you can interact with us. You can even leave a voicemail, or if you'd like to send a uh, donation of whatever size it's used for the kingdom, and that's what we do. Uh, We want to bless men all over the world. If you want to be a part of what God is doing, uh, we are so thankful. Josh, I look forward to doing some more great things with you, man. You're an awesome man of God, and thank you for the testimony uh, that you have given unto us today.
1: Man, I appreciate you again. I, I thank you. I want to bless you as well. Uh, man, keep being obedient. Uh, keep doing the Lord's work, man. Keep walking and prioritizing Him and, and using your platform to elevate Him. Uh, you have not once elevated yourself, uh, and that's why God is elevating you. you. So keep doing that. Keep doing what He's called you to do uh, and being faithful um, and, and, and living in your purpose i just thank you for that opportunity uh you allowing me to do that uh, on your platform
0: thank you so much may you go and be blessed my brother all of you out there all of our listeners we love you we look forward to hearing and seeing for you on next week go and be blessed everybody
1: be blessed.